Hello, my name is Pooja Bhagat and I'm a web developer plus engineer. I'm right now in second year, fourth sem. But actually, yes, this is my first podcast. Hai. And I'm really excited to be true. I had a video in which I said that we podcast because we want to make memories. Banani. To be true, I memories to make memories. And something valuable to share and share things that I remember and listen to them. To be true, if something is written in the book. Pe diya jai kuch. So, I don't want revisit karne ka, read karne ka fir se. So, I have chapters ke short short points which I So, this is about my first podcast and I'm very happy with it. So, thank you. habits how to build better habits in four simple steps so in this chapter we will be dealing with a small experiment that was conducted by Edward Thornick what he did he bring a puzzle box and then put a cat inside of the puzzle box and there was a lever there was a loop of the cord then when a cat can press the lever then she can go out and have the food so what scientists did that he put the cat in the puzzle box and then as soon as the cat was inside she was scratching all over the puzzle box she was doing this that and much things and then at last after some time she got the lever she pressed it then she find it that she can go outside then and after that, as soon as she pressed the lever, she do it and she ran out of the puzzle box. Next time, when again cat was put in the puzzle box, this time she was knowing a bit of the lever. She can find and after some time she find it out and again pressed in the same manner as last time and ran out. After some time, about some more 12 times, he performed the experiment. Then cat goes inside of the puzzle box she press the lever and comes out that means the cat was not repeating her errors again she was not trying to do it she was knowing that this lever is there i have to i have to lever it and then i can go out and there is a freedom i can have my food during the first three trials the cat escaped in average of 1.5 meters, 5 minutes. During the last three trials, when she was in starting, average was 6.3 seconds. With the practice, each cat made fewer errors and their actions became quicker and more automatic. Rather than repeat the same mistake, the cat began to cut straight to the solution. So what from the studies you can conclude? We can conclude that behavior followed by satisfying consequences tend to be repeated. Those that produce unsatisfied, unpleasant conclusions are less likely to be repeated. Means, whenever we get something 
that we are satisfied or we are happy by results then we do it again but if the results are not that great then we don't do it for example if you are doing a project and you get it right pali by doing freelancing then you can get more attracted to it you do it more and more times to get the money since you're getting great consequences but if you don't get the money you are more disappointed then you don't do it same about habits if the habits are more attracting you they provide a more pleasant good results you get attracted towards it for example if you are losing weight if you have 100 kg and you lose a weight of 5 kg then you're more attracted towards it yes i'm getting slimmer day by day then you lose 5 kg the next time you will target for 10 kg and you will go on and on if you have one week diet but you don't have good results then you leave the diet and you will search from some other so behavior followed by satisfying consequences tend to be repeated and those that produce unpleasant consequences are less likely to be repeated so in next we will see what are habits and why does the brain bother building them at all so bye atomic habits tiny changes make remarkable results so first of all what is meaning of atomic an extremely small amount of thing the single irreducible unit of large system the source of immense energy or power habit a routine or practice performed regularly an automatic response to a specific situation so firstly we will be dealing with the fundamentals why tiny changes make a difference so first is the surprising power of atomic habit why tiny changes make a big difference The birth of British cycling changed one day in 2003. The organization which was governing body for professional cycling in Great Britain has recently hired Dave Brazelford as its new performance director. At the time, professional cyclist in the Great Britain has endured nearly 100 year of mediocrity. Since 1908 British riders had won just a single gold medal at Olympic games and they had fared even worse in cycling biggest risk the tour de france in 110 years no british cyclist has ever won the event in fact the performance of british riders has been so bad under willing that one of the top bike manufacturers in europe refused to sell bike to the team because they were afraid that it would hurt the sale if other person, professionals saw the british using their gear bestford has been hired to put british cycling on a new trajectory what made him different from the previous coaches that that he was his relentless commitment to a strategy that he referred to as the aggregation of marginal gain 
which was philosophy of searching for a tiny margin of improvement in everything you do. Brazelford said, the whole principle came from the idea that if you break down everything you could think of what goes into bike, riding a bike, then improve it by 1%, you will get a significant increase when you put them all together. Brazelford and his coaches began by making small adjustments <clears throat> you might expect from a personal cycling team. They re redesigned the bike seat to make them more comfortable, rubbed alcohol on tire for better grip. They asked rider to wear electrically heated overshorts to maintain an ideal muscle temperature while riding and used. By your feedback, sensors to monitor how each athlete responded to a particular workout. The team tested various fabrics in a wind tunnel and had their outdoor riders switch to indoor racing suits which proved to be lighter and more aerodynamic. But it didn't stop there. Brazelford and his team continued to find 1% improvement in overlook and unexpected area. They tested different types of massage gels to see which one lead to the fastest muscle recovery. They hired a surgeon to teach each rider the best way to wash their hand to reduce the change of catching a clot. They determined the type of pillay, the mattress that lead to the best night's sleep for each rider. They even painted the inside of a team truck white, which helped them spot big little bits of dust that would normally slip by unnoticed, but could degrade the performance of finely tuned bikes. As this and hundred of other small improvements accumulated. The result came faster than anyone could imagine. Just five years after Brazil food took over, the British cycling team dominated the road and track cycling events at A2008 Olympic Games in Benjirin, where they won as an astounding 60% of gold medals available. Four years later, when Olympic Games came at London, the British is raised to power as they set nine Olympic records and seven world records. That same year, Badly Wingley became the British cyclist to win the Tour de France. The next year, his teammate Cheese Premo won the race and he would go on the win again in 2015-16-17, giving the British team five two-day France victories in six years. During the 10 years span from 2007 to 2017, the British cycling who is won 178 world champions and 66 Olympic gold medals and captured five two-day France victories. What does this happen? How does a team of previously ordinary athlete transform into world champion with tiny challenges that at first glance would seem to make a modest difference at best? Why do small improvements accumulate into such remarkable results and how can you replicate this approach in your own life? So, 
why small habits make a big difference it is so easy to overestimate the importance of one defining moment and underestimate the value of making small improvement on a daily basis too often we convince ourselves that massive success requires massive action whether it is losing weight building a business writing a book winning a championship or achieving any other goal we put pressure on ourselves to make some earth scattering improvement that anyone will talk about meanwhile improving by 1% isn't particularly notable sometimes it isn't even noticeable but it can be far more meaningful especially in long run the difference a tiny improvement can make over time is astounding here how the math works out if you get 1% better each day for one year you will end up 37 times better by the time you are done conversely if you get 1% worse each day for one year you will decline near down to zero what starts as a small win a minor setback accumulates into something much more what starts as a small win or a minor setback accumulates into something much more 1% better every day 1% better every day for one year is equal to 37.78 percentage good than a last year and 1% worse every day for a year is equal to 0.3 0.03% so habits are the compound interest of self improvement the same way that money multiplies through compound interest the effect of your habits multiply as you repeat them they seem to make a little difference on any given day and yet the impact they deliver over the months and year can be enormous it is only when looking back 2 5 or perhaps 10 years later that the value of good habits and cost of bad ones become stringingly apparent this can be a difficult concept to appreciate in daily life we often dismiss small changes because they don't seem to matter very much in the moment if you save a little money now you are still not millionaire if you go to gym 3 days in a row you are are still out of shape if you study maradin for a hour tonight you still haven't learn the language we make few changes but the result never seem to come quickly so we slide back into previous routine unfortunately the slow pace of transformation also make it easy to let a bad habit slide if you eat an unhealthy meal today the scale doesn't move much if you work late tonight and ignore your family they will forgive you if you procrastinate and put your project off until tomorrow there will usually be time to finish it later a single decision is easy to dismiss but we repeat 1% errors day after day by replicating poor decision duplicating tiny mistake and rationalizing little excuse our small choices compound into toxic result
when we repeat 1% errors day after day by replicating poor decisions duplicating tiny mistakes and rationalizing the little excuse our small choices compound into a toxic results it's the accumulation of many mistakes a 1% decline here and there that eventually leads to a problem the impact created by a change in your habits is similar to the effect of shifting the route of an aeroplane by just a few degrees imagine you're flying from los angeles to new york city if a pilot living living from los angeles adjusts the heading just 3.5 degrees south you will land in washington dc instead of new york just a small change is barely noticeable at the takeoff and the nose of airplane moves just a few feet but when magnified across the entire united states you end hundreds of miles apart similarly a slight change in your daily habits can guide your life to a very different destination a slight change in your daily habits can guide your life to a very different decision making a choice that is 1% better or 1% worse seem insignificant in moment but over the span of moment that makes up a lifetime these choices determine the difference between who are you and who you could be success is a product of daily activities or habits not once in a lifetime transformation success is a product of daily habit not once in a lifetime transformation that said it doesn't matter how successful or unsuccessful you are right now what matters is whether your habits are putting you on the path towards success you should be far more concerned with your current trajectory than with your current results if you are a millionaire but you spend more than you earn each month then you are on a bad trajectory if your spending habits don't change it's not going to end well conversely if you are broke but you save a little bit every month then you are on the path towards freedom financial freedom even if you are moving slower than you did like if you are broke but you save a little bit every month then you are on the path towards financial freedom even if you are moving slower than you did like your outcomes are a lagging measure of your habit your net worth is lagging measure of your financial habits your weight is lagging measure of your eating habits your knowledge is lagging measure of your learning habits your clutter is lagging measure of your cleaning habit you get what you repeat your outcomes are a lagging measure of your habits your outcomes are lagging measure of your habits your net worth is lagging measure of your financial habits your net worth is lagging measure of your or financial habit if you want to predict where you will end up in life all you have to do is to follow the curve of tiny gains or tiny loss and see how your daily choices will come out 
or 20 years down the lines are you spending less than you earn each month are you making into the gym each week are you reading books and learning something new each day tiny battles like this are the ones that will define your future self this tiny battles will define our future self time magnifies the margin between the success and the failure it will multiply whatever you feed it good habits make time your ally bad habits make time your enemy habits are a double edged sword bad habits can cut you down just as easy as good habits can build up you which is why understanding the details is crucial you need to know how habits work and how to design them to who you are liking so you can avoid the dangerous halves of the blade your habits can be compound on for you or against you positive compounding positive compound accumulating accomplishing one extra task is a small feat on any given day but it counts for a lot over a entire career the effect of automating an old task on mastering a new skill can be even greater the more task you can handle without thinking the more your brain is free to focus on other ideas knowledge compound learning one new idea won't make you a genius but commitment to a lifelong learning can be transferred to you furthermore each book you read not only teaches you something new but also open up different ways of thinking about old ideas as warren buffett says that's how knowledge works it builds up like a compound and trust relationship com- compound people reflect your behavior back to you the more you help others the more others want to help you being a little bit nicer in each interaction can result in a network of broad and strong connection over the time negative compounding stress compound the frustration of traffic jam the weight of parenting responsibilities the worry of making ends meeting the strain of slightly high blood pressure by themselves this common causes of stress are manageable but when they persist for year little stress compound into severe health issues negative thought compound the more you think of yourself as worthless stupid or ugly the more you condition yourself to interpret life that way you get trapped into a thought loop the same is true for how you think about other when you fall into habit of seeing people as angry and just a selfish you see those kind of people anywhere outrage compound riots protest mass movements are rarely the result of single event instead a long series of micro aggressions and daily aggression slowly multiply until one event tips the scales and outrage spreads spreads like a wild fire so that's all about that's all about
why small habits make a difference completing with the first and second and mean topics so have a very great day bye bye Pooja Bhagat here and today we will be talking about Atomic Habits Module 1 What progress is really like? Imagine that you have an ice cube sitting on a table in front of you. The room is cold and you can see your breath. It's currently 25 degrees ever slow. The room begins to heat up. 26 degrees, 27 degrees, 28 degrees. The ice cube is still sitting on the table in front of you. 29 degrees, 30 degrees, 31 degrees. Still nothing had happened. Then 32 degrees and the ice cube begins to melt. A one degree shift seems no different from the temperature increase beyond it. It has an unlocked change. Breakthrough moments are often the result of many previous actions which build up the potential required to unleash a major change. This pattern shows up everywhere. Cancer spreads 80% of its life undetectable, then takes with body in minds. Bamboo can rarely be seen in the first five years as it builds extensive root systems underground before exploding 90 feet into the air within the six weeks. Similarly, habits often appear to make no difference until you cross a critical threshold and unlock a new level of performance. In the early and middle stage of any quest, there is often a value of disappointment. You expect to make progress in a linear fashion and it frustrating how ineffective changes can be seen during the first days, weeks and even months. It doesn't feel like you are going anywhere. It's hallmark of any compounding process. The most powerful outcomes are delayed. This is one of the core reasons why it is so hard to build habits that last. People make a few small changes, fail to see the tangible results and decide to stop. You think, I have been running every day for months, so why can't I see change in my body? Once this kind of thinking takes over, it's easy to let good habits fall by wayside. But in order to make a meaningful difference, habit needs to persist long enough to break through this plateau. What I call this is plateau of latent heat. If you find yourself struggling to build a good habit or break a bad one, it is not because you have lost your ability to improve. It's often because you have not yet crossed the plateau of latent heat. Complaining about not achieving success despite working hard is like complaining about an ice cube not melting when you heat it from 25 degrees to 31 degrees. Your work was not wasted, it is just being stored. All action happens at 32 degrees. Right? Anytime, whenever you feel like that my actions are not worthable, just think like that your actions are in between the period of 
prevailing wisdom claims that the best way to achieve what we want in life getting into better shape building a successful business relaxing more and worrying less spending more time with friends and family is to set specific actionable goals for many people this was happened i how i approach my habits to each one was a goal to be reached i set goals for grades i wanted to get in a school for ways i wanted to lift in the gym and for the profits i wanted to earn in business i succeeded at a few but i failed a lot of them eventually why i began to realize that my results have very little to do with goals i set a nearly everything to do with the system i followed so now what's the difference between system and goals is a distinction i first learned from scott adams the cartoonist behind the dillard comics goals are about the result you want to achieve system are about the process is that leads to those result if you are a coach your goal might be to win a championship your system is the way you recurrent players manage your assistant coach and conduct practice if you are an entrepreneur your goal might be to build a million dollar business right your system is how you test product ideas hire employees and run marketing campaigns your system is how you test product ideas hire employees run marketing campaigns if you are a musician your goal might be to play a, a new piece new piece your system is how you practice how you break down the tackle difficult majors and you made method for receiving feedback from your instructor now for interesting question if you completely ignore your goals and focus only on your system would you still succeed for example if you were a basketball coach and you ignored your goal to win a championship and focus only on what your team does at practice each day would you still get results i think you would definitely get it the goal in any sport is to finish with the best score but it would be ridiculous to spend the whole game starting at the scoreboard the only way to actually win is to get better each day in the words of three times super bowl winner bill wash the score takes care of itself the same is true for other areas of life also if you want better result then forget about setting goals focus on system and state as it is said forget about the scoreboard score take care of itself if you grow day by day what do i mean by this are goals completely useless of course not goals are good for setting a direction but systems are best for making progress a handful of problem arise when you spend too much time thinking about goals and not enough designing your system so see problem 1 winners and losers have the same goal 
गोल सेडिंग सफर फ्रॉम अ सीरियस केस ऑफ सुपर शिप बयास वी कॉन्सेंट्रेट ऑन पीपल हु एंड अप विनिंग द सुपर वाइजर्स एंड मिस्टेकली अज्यूम दैट एम्बिशियस गोल लीड टू देयर सक्सेस वाइल ओवर लुकिंग ऑल ऑफ द पीपल हु हैड द सेम ऑब्जेक्टिव बट डिड एन सक्सेस Every Olympian wants to win a gold medal. Every candidate wants to get the job. And if success is, if success and unsuccess, people share the same goals, then goals cannot be what differentiates the winners from the losers, right? It wasn't the goal of winning the Tour de France that propelled the business cyclists to the top of the sport. Presumably, they had. wanted to win the race every year before with just every other professional team the goal had always been there it was only when they implemented a system of continuous small improvement that achieved a different outcome problem 2 achieving a goal is only a momentary change imagine you have a messy room and you set a goal to clean it if you summon the energy to tidy up and then you will have a clean room for now but if you maintain the same sloppy backrack habits that lead to messy room in first place soon you will be looking at a new pile of cluster and hoping for another burst of motivation you are left chasing the same outcomes because you never change the system behind it you treat it as symptom without addressing the cause achieving a goal only changes your life for a moment that's the counter intuitive thing about improvement we think we need to change our results but the results are not the problem my friend what we really need to change are the system that causes those results when you solve problem at the result level you only solve them temporarily in order to improve for good you need to solve problem at system level fix the inputs and outputs will fix themselves if you fix the inputs then output will definitely fix by themselves problem 3 goal restrict your happiness is it true let's see The implicit assumption behind any goal is this once i reach my goal i will be happy the problem with a goal first mentality is that you are continually putting happiness off until the next milestone i have slipped into this trap so many times i have lost counts for years happiness was always something for my future self to enjoy i promised myself that once i gained 20 pound of muscle or after my business was featured in new york times i could finally relax for the more goals create an earlier or conflict either you achieve your goal and you are successful or you fail and you are disappointed you mentally box yourself into narrow version of happiness this is must guided my friend it is unlikely that your actual path through life will match the exact journey you had in the mind when you set out it makes no screen to restrict your satisfaction to one scenario when there are many paths to success a system first mentality provides the antidote when you fall in love with the process rather than the product you don't want to wait 
to give yourself permission to be happy you can be satisfied in any team your system is running and a system can be successful in many different forms not just the one you first envision goals are at odd with long term progress finally a goal oriented mindset can create a yo yo effect okay what's the yo yo <laughs> Many runners work hard for months, but as soon as they cross the finish line, they stop training. The race is no longer there to motivate them. When all of your hard work is focused on a particular goal, what is left to push you forward after you achieve it? This is why people find themselves reverting to their old habits after accomplishing a goal. The purpose of setting goal is to win the game. and the purpose of building habit is continue playing the game true long term thinking is a goal less thinking true long term thinking is goal less thinking it is all about system accomplishment it's all about the cycle of endless refinement and continuous improvement ultimately it is your commitment to progress process that will determine your progress it is your commitment to the process that will determine your progress highlighted points of the day the purpose of setting goal is to win the game but the purpose of building system is to continue playing the game So next video see postcast we will be talking about the system of atomic habits so thank you Pooja Bhagat here and today we will be talking about atomic habits it's a system of atomic habits the last part of the chapter 1 a system of atomic habits If you are having trouble changing your habits the problem isn't you the problem is your system bad habits repeat themselves again and again not because you don't want to change but because you have wrong system for change if you do not realize rise to the level of your goal you fall at the level of your system focusing on overall system rather than rather than a single goal is one of a core theme of this book focusing on overall system rather than a single goal it is also one of the deeper meaning behind the word atomic by now you have probably realized that an atomic habit refer to a tiny change a marginal gain a 1% improvement but atomic habits are not just any old habit however small the little habits that are part of the large system just as atoms are building block of molecule atomic habits are building block of remarkable result habits are like the atoms of your life of life each one is fundamental unit that contributes to your overall improvement At first this tiny routine seem insufficient but soon they build up on each other and fuel bigger wins that multiply to degree that far outweighs the cost of initial investment they are both small and mighty this is the meaning of the phrase atomic habits a regular practice 
routine that is not only small and easy to do but also the source of incredible power a component of system of compound growth so what is atomic habit a regular practical or routine that is not only easy to do but also the source of incredible power a compound of a component of the system of compound growth a component of system of compound growth so let's see the chapter summary by author in some few lines habits a compound interest of self improvement getting 1% better every day counts for a lot in long run habits are double edged sword they can work for you or against you which is way understanding the details is essential small changes often appear to make no difference until you cross a critical threshold the most powerful outcome of any compounding process are delayed you need to be patient an atomic habit is a little habit that is a part of large system just as an atom are the building blocks of molecule atomic habits are the building blocks of remarkable results if you want better results then forget about setting goals focus on your system and state you do not rise to the level of your goal you fall to the level of your system so today we have completed with the chapter 1 the fundamentals why tiny changes are important thank you